Fables of Latour, The War of a Thousand Dragons. Featuring Quentin Foote as the Dungeon Master, Caden Chad as Corpse Paint, Christopher Ouellette as Ember Waves, Kirsten Gray as Faye Walker, Knut Ellingson as Nordum Iron Boot, and Kyle Trenholm Nevet as Valorous Rochelle. Dungeon Master Voice, welcome back to a pretty significant episode, considering this is episode 20. So that's exciting. And we are in a wider world part three. As our adventurers are quite literally exploring uh, new regions every day. And we're going to throw our recap Onto our illustrious Caden Chad. Illustrious. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> okay. So last we left off, we started off at the good old guild hall where some sick people were throwing up. I think a few people were confused as to whether or not people were sick or if there was a rave or a rager happening. But there was bodily fluids all over the floor. Uh, Faye was tending to them. Uh, it appeared as though the food was poisoned and Scarlet Albright, our Phoenix folk, is investigating into the source of the poison. And Corpse Paint has decided to dip-dip potato chip, as it were, to Claw Canyon. And in his place, we were introduced to the dashingly handsome, swashbuckling Fabio of Latour, Brom Nightwish who quickly got introduced and accompanied everybody on escorting a caravan where they fought some ferals. And the last shot of the last episode was some bandits on a hill targeting us and then cut to black. And then here we are now. Excellent. At least for one um, episode. <laughs> yeah. So yes, Ember, you you somehow managed to sleep through uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a pretty epic uh, fight between our party and a pack of ferals one night when they were on watch, yeah. and uh, that was the first bit of excitement as you are officially uh, protecting this caravan, which has about a hundred civilians, and I think I said thirty chuck wagons somewhere around there. <laughs> Um, they started off uh, in Rogar and are heading to Three Gates. Um, but as we left off last session, a lone rider, as it were, had crested the hill uh, ahead of the caravan, uh, dressed in uh, dark, long cloaks, and a rapier to his hip, uh, reared his horse, after uh, surveying you guys for a uh, small amount of time and then vanished uh, over the uh, horizon. 
and I leave you guys there. I believe it was uh, Dutch is in the front. Dutch Ollie Green, the uh, Caravan Master, and Nordum. But anyone else is welcome to uh, ride up front as uh, Dutch would halt the caravan uh, upon seeing this. Yeah, this immediately beckons the question. Do we stop the caravan here and then try to sniff out these bandits or do we just carry on and let them come to us and see how it plays out? Well, would it not make more sense to have more people uh, show where they are? If they are trying to raid us, as it were, then if they start to move, then we have more knowledge on where more people are. Never. I mean, yes, but more people means more protection. Sounds really annoying. I mean, we are hired to protect Valorous. Details, minor, minor details. Where if we just deal with the threat, protecting is easy. Protecting while dealing with a threat—that's complicated. Right, but oh. if we go storming up a hill and all of a sudden we find ourselves surrounded, that's not good for all the people of this caravan either. Perhaps. Then we know where they are and we could just collect our properties. Well, only but, one way to find out. And Brom will just get out of the caravan. Start walking. Uh, <laughs> or like, because we're stopped, correct? Yeah. And someone is on lightning. I'm not sure who. But that is uh, a viable option. Did Corpse Paint take lightning with him? Oh, perhaps that's what happened. Craig, then? I think Craig, Craig. is available. Yes, it was Craig, not lightning. My, oh, my Craig. Well, I guess we could just retcon and say that Brom is on Craig. Yeah, so... Uh, Brom is on Craig. Um, Dutch looks at you, and then he, um, <clears throat> you see he has two um, roadmates. Who, uh, it was an elven and a human man. Uh, he just kind of like, with a nod, instructs one of them to go with you. So you guys gallop up ahead um, and crest this uh, ridge. Um, and all you see in front of you is just more snowy uh, terrain. Rolling hills. That rider is nowhere to be seen. Are there tracks? Uh, let's get a survival check from you, Brom. Uh, 19. Yeah, so you, uh, this elven lad. Does anyone know if I named this elven lad? Should really keep track of that. All right. This elven lad, Harwin. The two of you easily spot um, the set of tracks and um, it looks like he's just managed to get over the next rise um, and that's why you can't see him maybe half a kilometer uh, north just continuing down the road and this is this rider you were saying yeah the rider that uh, you know you saw surveying you it is my experience with bandits that they will make an appearance they will find us, eventually. Either we wait for them, or we can pursue. What say you, chaps? To the guys uh, beside me. Yeah, Harwin looks at you and he goes, 
Well, you're right about one thing. They'll always find us. Uh, I, I know I know. Dutch has a spot just up the road. He likes to make camp every time we come this way. Uh, let's just go report back to him. Yeah, for sure. I think they'll probably block the road. I've seen this many times. <laughs> oh, well, just tell everybody to be on guard. Har- Harwin kind of chuckles himself as he turns his chuckles to himself as he turns his horse around. Um, Brom and Harwin come uh, galloping back and deliver this news. And uh, Dutch says, yeah, just about another kilometer up the road. I got a nice uh, camp, camping spot I like to use. Pretty easily defendable. It's in a small copse of trees. The river will be frozen right about now, but let's hold up there. And uh, he just kind of gets the caravan back in motion. So you guys come up to this camp. Uh, There are small, uh, frosted, frozen white trees. Um, Everyone takes their circular formation. Uh, so essentially you have two uh, rows of chuck wagons that form a uh, double wall circle formation. To your back is a frozen lake that Dutch sets up his tent. And same thing as last time, everyone kind of starts to stretch their legs. The kids immediately are running about uh, playing games, pulling pranks, throwing snowballs. Um, as you can attest, Valorous as someone just nails you in the back of the head with a snowball and then some kid just pisses himself and runs away of course Um, there is (laughs) (laughs) children they seem to really like uh, you valorous the communal uh catering cart uh is pulled up right in the center by the fireplace they start handing it out soup bread uh, hunks of cheese and um, horses are pulled off of carts uh, thrown hay buckets of water and hey you see uh, the dragon blood uh, the big red one that you had uh, bandaged up after he suffered his grievous wounds I was like uh, hey Faye, uh, right yeah how are you doing uh it's just kind of like undoes the bandages across his face. It's just soaked in blood again. He goes, I, I, I might have fallen off the wagon today. Shakes her head like, yeah, yeah, okay. That's <laughs> just comes it comes it down. Sit, 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 sit. And we'll just, it, it, he did he, he just like opened a wound enough that it's bleeding again or do I need to like restitch his face? Yeah, it's just opened up again a little bit. So I'll get a pretty easy medicine check from you. Okay. She'll like boil some water and get like a clean rag and start to clean that up. That's cocked. It's not great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but uh, it gives it 11. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, it's it's super easy for you. Um, 10 is all you needed. Oh, nice. And uh, he goes... Where, if you don't mind me asking, where did you learn all this stuff? It's just, you seem real good with your uh, your medical hands, as it were. Uh, I mean, I people tried to teach me, and mm. I have zero patience and attention to be taught things. So a lot of it is um, through observation, I suppose. I guess I have more 
patience with observing rather than like sitting in a classroom or something like that. Um, I did work with just out east in different mercenary guilds and groups as a medic. So a lot of it's self-taught. Trial and error, let me tell you. Some some, some hairy business. (laughs) Well, and, and I mean, I'm sure some people are just naturals, you know? It seems like you've got the touch, for sure. I try. Um, mercenary uh, groups, hey, is that... It seemed like you guys really just dispatched those ferals quick and easy. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Faye's getting a little more... a bit guarded now. Uh, we all have our history and we've just started to really work together as a group i when i was learning my medic stuff i never stuck around with one group for too long just as long as there was coin and if they needed me so um then you know on the road in latour you learn to fight for yourself so Uh, as i'm learning currently yeah Well, uh, they would like to just do an insight check just to see he's asking about like you guys she's asking it there he's asking about their her group and she's just a little like you know given history with um dragon bloods right now she's just yeah. a little cautious as to why he would be asking yeah. and that is a 21 yeah. insight oh um you're pretty sure he <laughs> would Faye consider herself uh, cognizant of the opposite sex? <laughs> I mean, I think she would. She has, you know, flirted before in the past, um, albeit very awkwardly, because she's not the most socially adept person in the world um she she has no preference to any gender at all so but uh she would i guess notice and maybe it's just been a hot minute since she's had any of that kind of attention and that very well could be it like he 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 comes and like when he was very bashful when he was asking for uh you to take a look and kind of embarrassed to be honest oh um, and now he's just trying to, like, it just seems like he's taking a keen interest in your life, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. Um, she'll, she'll be, um, she'll make, like, light, polite conversation with him, I guess. Like, she'll sort of still try to prod a little bit to see where he stands on, like, uh, Rogarian politics. Um. What do you ask? Uh, that's a good... Okay, so what have I asked before? I asked where he was from. Um, and they don't seem to be aware of any impending doom, war, nonsense right now. He was from a mining community, right? Yeah, a, a very small mining community north of Argon, I believe. Of Argon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had made reference to uh, the royal family not really giving a shit about its citizens the further north you get from the right. palace which is at the very bottom south of rogar which is right. the biggest country on the tour yeah um so he is if you had to say like the bottom of the barrel 
yeah. when it comes to Rogarians. Um, yeah. What kind yeah. of mine do you, you said you came from a mining facility or worked mm-hmm. there? What's what did you mine specifically? Just just steel. Um, there we had a, a mighty fine blacksmith. Um, I say had as because he was our fourth. Uh, he perished uh, about a cycle ago on this job. Um, just I, if you remember, I, I, I said that we, you know, we're all hurting for money right now. The yeah. mine is running dry. Um, so we took this job in hopes of extra coin. Uh, Dutch seems fair. He, he offered us good pay. Um, but yeah, we, we, we had a pretty big, uh, weapon, weapon operation going. It's just, it seems so weird that your royalty would care so little if you provided such a service for them. Yeah, it was mostly, uh, Argon who bought our weapons from us. Um, some other, you know, when a patrol was down, uh, some weapons, uh, you know, they might stop by and pick up some, but... You know, we, we certainly weren't shipping to the palace by any means. So would you consider yourself loyal to the crown then, or are you loyal to Argon? She tries to word it in a way to, like, not oh, yeah. suggest treason, but, like, <laughs> you're loyal um, where the coin's at kind of thing, like anyone else in this world. He, he kind of looks you like dead in the eye with his one good like yellow serpentine eyes the other one is probably bandaged up um i'm loyal to the dragon bloods i don't really give a damn who sits on the throne at any given time i'm just loyal to my people i can respect that that's very noble um at this point you see um (laughs) Did I? His name? Yeah. Black. Did I even name him? I don't know. I don't have notes of it, so. <laughs> John Smith. Thank you, Chris. Perfect. <laughs> um, um, I'm just going to name him Dez. I like Dez as a fucking okay. drag blood name. Okay. Whoops. Perfect. Um, but it is at this point, you see, uh, he said he was traveling with his brother and, um, the other two dragon bloods, uh, are shouting at him now and they say, uh, come on, Des, it's our shift. And, uh, you know, they're going to take patrol tonight. Mm-hmm. You guys helped them out last night. Um, Des looks at you and, uh, just by all means, Dutch might want maybe some of your your guys as well just now that we've seen the bandits yeah i, I think that's a good idea i i don't know is that dwarf like in charge of you like is that like what's his deal he seems nice but he's also a dwarf <laughs> hey now um uh, he he is our our leader he's done really well he's okay. very respectful he's very honorable so he takes care of us, and we take care of him, and we take care of each other. He says, well, that I can respect. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just kind of gets a, he, he gives like a very awkward, like, bow thank you for the medical help, and 
kind of uh, scurries off. Yeah, yeah, and like taps his shoulder, like pat pat. Uh, just be careful. Um, and we'll be around. So shout if you need anything, and she'll just cast guidance on him. Oh, you see, he kind of gives like a piss shiver. He just kind of like shivers all over. <laughs> he just kind of keeps walking. <laughs> Okay. Probably never ever been cast guidance on in his entire life. Oh, sorry. Should have asked for consent. Sorry. <laughs> um, what is everyone else doing as they're uh, walking around the camp? I see you all moving your minis. And I was just going to sit in front and uh, of the fire, and if there's uh, any kids and whatnot around, uh, you will try craft up some. Uh, out of the seeds, out of his satchel, uh, just some flowers to give them. You see, there's this one very small, she looks to be a solsta elf. Hmm. And maybe five years old. Hmm. And she just kind of like puts her hands behind her, her back and she just kind of like waddles over to you. And then she looks at the flower and then she looks at you. Hello, little dearie. Uh, what is your favorite color? Uh, yellow. Uh, that we can do. Uh, and he'll reach into his satchel. He'll pull out, uh, pull out uh, one of the um, probably a variation of a moon orchid kind of thing, and uh, just a small blooming thing. And uh, got you to keep as always. Stay warm. Stay warm on this. It's on fire. She she grabs it very gingerly, <clears throat> and then says. And books it and finds about the 12 other children in this uh, caravan. And within minutes, there's about 10 kids just hanging off of you, just like asking for things and seeing what else cool tricks you can do. Oh, dear. <laughs> this, yeah. This was not my intention, but this is, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, uh, Brom, are you uh, settling in nicely? Oh, indeed. If anybody would have caught it, Brom went into the forest with a, a fair maiden and then came out. <laughs> kind of hangs around, has a drink, and he will walk up to you, Valorous, and say, Hey, uh, Valorous, so I was told that you are a man of importing and exporting. Is this so? Finally, someone who got it. It's safe. Yes, yes, yes. Import, export. Nordum nice. overhears and it's stealing. <laughs> Doesn't concern you. Well, you know, there are certain circumstances where stealing is required. It depends on the point of view and whoever you're stealing from, of course. Anyway, so... Any experience in the, how shall I say this, underground and products dealing with altering consciousness? Do you understand what I'm saying? I believe I do, and we'll go ahead and say I have some experience. There's been, uh, unfortunately, kind of a reputation built around it, and he'll glance back over at Nordum. <laughs> of course, of course. Well, I'm currently in living in the Three Gates for the most part, this very ongoing investigation. And I've happened to come across something 
This has been going around the three gates, and this is a less dangerous version of it. But I will give it to you. I will let you know it is incredible. And he will hand you a little tiny vial and what looks like it has it looks like it has blue mist in it. On the streets they call this wizard's dream. Have you heard of it? Are you peddling drugs in my Dungeons and Dragons game? Yes. <laughs> if you don't want to, we can cut it out. No, no, that's hilarious. You go for it. Well, just like I'll I'll give that to you. Uh so I'm in a bit of a predicament here. If you want to sell it, I know how to get it. From from Well, yes, I do participate in the import export business. That is more of a specific clientele request type service where I am not a not a mule by any means. Well, I am flattered, but I must decline. Well, if you have a feeling strung up, Brom says as he is eating peanuts. <laughs> Crack it open, <laughs> sniff it. It'll make you calm. Cheerio. Uh, Valors will he will pocket the vial for oh, a yeah. rainy day. <laughs> I remember, kids, the first one's free. <laughs> <laughs> it basically is be- like <laughs> calm like the spell calm emotions in a bottle. Yeah. Nice. Can I have intelligence checks? Uh, I'll even take a history from everyone. Um, as I imagine Valorous, as uh, the sun starts to get low, uh, you throw up rent a tent. As one does. Mm-hmm. Uh, history. That is a slightly above average 11 for Valorous. All right. Um, I guess actually Brom would be excluded from this, unfortunately. Okay. It's a hot seven for Faye. Norm got a 19. Nice room. Someone's got uh, a Amber? party, apparently. Amber is a 17 for history. Nice. Um, Ember and Nordum, you both uh, uh, specifically remember a book that came in your. Um, uh, rent a tent and it was all about there was two actually one all about monsters uh, that walk Latour, and one all about uh, demons that rule the underworld and you remember this because it struck you as odd to just those books were in a fucking tent that you bought yeah um, kind of like the archives of the library kind of thing yeah um but it, it just like as you walk inside rent a tent, um, it piques both of your interest. As you know, there is a monster that you are specifically heading towards. And that is the one that turns people into stone. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think maybe I feel like me and Amber both walk in the rent a tent at the same time. And we both got like a shiver and look at the bookshelf. And then we realized we both looked at the bookshelf and both look at each other. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> did, uh, uh, did, uh, did uh, uh, right. yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I might take a read at that tonight. I was going to say the same thing, but if you want to have it first, that's 
Wait, I mean, we could both, like, it's a big table. We could both look at it. It is a big table. <laughs> I, that's, that's fine by me. I'm, it's, I feel like you might be uh, a little bit better at interpreting certain things than I would be, but uh, I'm probably good at finding them, so. I mean, I can handle the dwarvish. You could probably have the elvish. And I think we could get um, it figured out. Yeah, between the two of us, uh, probably, yeah, more than likely. Perfect. Nordum will grab the book and head over to the table with it. Alright. Oh, no, right, okay, no. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I'm not saying right now, I might no, I a little bit have it start. Right, yeah, that's it, fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll come assist right now. That's. And seems like a good opportunity, maybe, for the other three to help the Dragonbloods on their watch. Um, sure. Of, of we, just to, yeah. we just got her to watch duty. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, you can uh, stagger out however you guys like. Um, it's not technically your your shift, but um, yeah. Anywho, so. Nordum, you're flipping through the the underworld one, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a bestiary, um, so it is it's an alphabetical order, and you're just kind of like flipping through. Uh, there's all kinds of monsters in here. Uh, you're reading through the description, and there's every so often one actually has like an image drawn of the creature, mm-hmm. and there's that stupid little one that you saw in the mine way back when. Oh. And and you are and you now know it's called a blacken. Blacken. A blacken. I'll put that in there. B L E K K I N. And they are nasty little creatures that yeah project your uh, worst uh, memories upon you. And they uh, often uh, crawl up from the underworld in great numbers. Um. However, you uh, after probably an hour, you kind of get frustrated as you don't find um, uh, the one that you think you're looking for. Um, Ember, as you're starting to get frustrated um, by not finding uh, anyone that turns people into stone, uh, Mm -hmm. you do stumble across uh, something that might actually match um, the description you were giving. And it is called Astalenga. I will put that in the the chat. Okay. Oh, jeez. And it has a terrifying picture drawn beside it. Um, it seems to be the size of like a small cabin. Um, the picture shows it um, having two huge. Um, rear legs that almost look like uh, muscular reptilian legs. Um, And then it has a torso that kind of bends um, almost like a centipede of sorts. And it has um, four arms and the middle two are are supporting it as well. So, you know, in the description that it can use its middle two legs to either run faster or will use it in tandem with its upper two arms to beat the shit out of you. And it has the chest of what is essentially like a 
a stone giant of sorts mm. and a nasty head of a uh, a cyclops and you know that it's uh, one eye is capable of turning people into stone and I it think- says it <laughs> yeah I was, I was going to say, I think this this probably gets found like super late into the evening as mm-hmm. like kind of burning the midnight oil as people are like cycling in off of guard duty and stuff. And just like, what did you find? No. <laughs> Big shake of the head. Just, just crippling depression. I, no, I am. I must be wrong. It's fine. This no. <laughs> Quentin, my, my question is, who hurt you as a child? <laughs> I don't know, but I think really I had think a great effect on my ability to homebrew monsters because I have I, so much fun with it. I think Amber would would um, if Norton was starting to like drift off or something because we've been at this for a while. Mm. Uh, kind of like nudge him and then just like tap on the book and like after you read. We'll talk to us as he has us in the morning. Or we'll probably like slowly open his eyes and look at the picture and like jump up. Hey! <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> That's, that doesn't... Oh goodness. No, the gods didn't have anything with them creating these things. This was... That's... Dude, like, is there a write-up on this that I could get like uh like suspected B-Siri of like Little is known about their creation, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. The only thing that strikes you um, interesting is that this isn't in the Underworld Book of Monsters. It's in the Latour Book of Monsters. All right, so it's back to this this manual, and not this manual. Implies that sounds small. Like more of a common occurrence. Kind of thing. More of on the surface. That's horrifying. Yes. <laughs> it is absolutely aberrant and horrifying, and I am going to go to bed. <laughs> Does it have like a, a rarity scale on in the bestiary? Does <laughs> <laughs> this do not approach? <laughs> yeah. Just big exclamation marks yeah. beside its name. <laughs> um, I will get perception checks from Valorous Fay and Brom as you are all on guard duty, and it is quite late into the night now. One more question, Quintin. Uh, yes. Was there um, anything uh, talked about the Kraken in any of the books that we saw? Ooh. Yes, there was. Um, if you were looking for it, it is um, in the underworld. Uh, bestiary. Um, what in particular are you trying to decipher? Um, kind of like maybe read the description and like if it has any tips or tricks on how to destroy it, kind of thing, mm-hmm. and kind of compare it to how what we did to it to see if it was like if we just badly maimed it or if it was a good enough to kill it, kind of thing. Um, so you knew like it had um, its vulnerable or its uh, resistances there. It was like resistant to fire. Mm-hmm. Um, it was vulnerable to lightning, and so you have those are written in the book. Yeah. Um, it says that um, 
once essentially like its heads are cut off, it doesn't have any way to like heal itself. Okay. Um, so you can kind of like decipher that it, what you did is like the best thing that you can do without yeah. directly killing like its yeah main its heart essentially main it enough for it to not be able to attack any major things. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So at least at least Nordum can rest a little easier knowing it's not going to come back and start eating everybody. Yeah. Then the Red Willow Guild's uh, reputation's on the line again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Valorous rolled a, a two for a total of nine. Ooh. Rolling Fave. real hot tonight, Valorous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> not got that. That's why. Bay. Bay rolled a natural 20 for a total of oh. 26. What? Uh, Brahm. 19. Ooh, damn. All right. So it is late, like middle of the night. Um, two things occur. Faye. Mm. You catch sight of a elf. And with your superior uh, dark vision being a gloom elf um, you instantly recognize it as a familiar elf and so that it is the one that met Ember Waves and this all kind of like hits you as um, a light drizzle starts to fall. Um, rumbling off in the distance is heard as um, the hotter spring air from the north is starting to clash with the last of the winter's air. Uh, a great streak of lightning crosses the sky, and in that instant, uh, the elf that you saw uh catch just like the tail end of him climbing the tree. And that's the only figure I see? Nothing Correct. else? Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. I would like to... If, if that tree is in already in like a path of my watch pattern, if I'm like pacing back and forth, I would like to turn my path to that tree kind of in a in a way that would hopefully disguise my intent of like that I am right and if I get within do I if I get within like 30 feet, do I see that elf still or no in the tree? No, no, no okay. chance. Okay. Um, I will send Luna up in the tree to try to find them. Okay. So Luna materializes in the tree. Um, she is still her starry form, uh, much that resembles you and your skin and eyes. Um, and yeah, 
uh, this elf um, that you heard Amber refer to as Dalton mm-hmm. is completely unaware of uh, Luna's presence. Um, so you kind of have an odd vantage point from like over his shoulder and he is expertly um, camouflaged in this tree and is just um, watching you. Watching me or like you, plural you? No, watching Faye on the ground. Okay. Uh, Through uh, Luna, do I see that... He is preparing some sort of action, whether it's like with a sword, dagger, arrow, nothing. You think he is just trying to be as stealthy and uh, hidden as possible. And with that, Brom, you hear two voices and you recognize them to be the Dragonbloods. And they go, um, hey, where's where's Din? And you see um, the one that has all bandaged up, uh, Dez. He goes, I don't know, he was he was here a couple minutes ago. And then you hear Brom with that 19, uh, a particular uh, twig snap. Maybe 30 strides uh, into the forest. And it seems like the Dragonbloods did not hear that twig snap. They're just still talking about finding Din. Well, I'm just sort of casually resting, uh, like leaning on my sword, like the tip is sort of on the ground like that. When I hear that snap, I will just bring my sword up. I will whisper into it. And then it will light a flame and see if I can see what's in front of me. Okay. Um, it kind of gives like an eerie silhouette um, to the forest in front of you um, as the light from your blade uh, diminishes um, and you survey uh, for probably a solid minute um, as the rain kind of falls in front of you and you don't spot anyone or anything. All right. Ah, okay. Well, I'll just be ready. They will come. They always come. They always do. Hey. What's your passive perception? Uh, 16. Okay. Get you near, get you near. That, and that's it? Nothing? Nothing to that? Um, you are gripped, and I need a, a strength check uh. as someone puts their hand over your mouth and shoves a dagger into your chest. Okay. Strength saving throw? Just just a strength okay. check. Oh. Just I'm... a contested strength check. Oh, you know what? I'll roll it on roll 20, guys, and I have a plus zero Ooh. to this. Because I'm so strong. That's three more than average. <laughs> you are grappled by a bandit. And, uh-huh. And you Die. take uh, 10 points of piercing damage. Brom, you look behind you, and there are about 30 uh, arrows on fire and are just pelting the canopy of all of the chuck wagons. 
Just a bunch of bastards. And we can roll initiative from here. Ah, there you are. <laughs> DM, do I see the hand that's plunging the dagger into my chest? Is it a gloved oh, yeah, it's hand? in your mouth. Okay. Oh. oh. It is it, a gloved hand, yes. Okay, so I can't tell if it's a particular elf in a tree. No. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, but you were also looking through Luna as well, which was a That's bit of a That's true, and I was problem. blind and deafened doing yes. so. Indeed. Uh. So we were in rent attend, so I'm assuming we're over like here on the west. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I imagine you'd put up rent tent beside your guys' borrowed chuck wagon. Well, uh, thematically this tracks, because Ember got a five. Hey, I just... also got a five. <laughs> <laughs> Studious boys! <laughs> Actually, it was a six, but I got a negative one to initiative, so... <laughs> you know what? I think you're caught off guard from the horrific image that I just <laughs> yes. showed you. So Nordum, listen, we I'm tracking something that can turn to stone. Why are there screams outside? <laughs> oh god, it's here. Hide is under that, the table. Is that a flaming sword? Whoever has that is Oh, that looks awesome. <laughs> oh wait, we gotta do something. Hang on. Oh shit, where are the guards? <laughs> I need an adultier adult. <laughs> I need an adultier adult. Well, because Brom gave me a mystery vial of Wizard's Dream, <laughs> inspecting it instead of properly doing his job. No, 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 no. There is a green that, that, asshole that, that, at that, the root. No, that no. Is the reason to the there, seven perception, all right? There is a green asshole, okay? Don't. Oh. I, I thought it was going to be something tragic like Sio Powder, but I'm glad it was more fun. <laughs> Quinton. You know, it's really helps yeah. him mellow, you know? Um, would that attack on Faye, like, would that have been a sneak attack at all? Because she was not paying attention. Yeah, so Just, it, was, it was a crit. It was? And that, the crit what? was 10? Yeah. Oh, okay, then. Because it was 3 doubled 6 plus his bonus of 4. Oh, okay. 10. We cast Perfect. bandits! Yeah. Okay. But again, you are grappled. Oh, good. This is all too familiar, guys. <laughs> yeah. Faye Walker's up. Okay, Faye. Okay. So, so I guess a strength check to try to break free, or you got something up your sleeve? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna try to break free. Okay, I guess. That's at the end, at the end of your turn. Yep. That'll be my first turn. And oh, ah, it's a 19. 19. 19? Yeah. All right. You uh, just throw your elbow into this dude's gut. Push him off you. Yeah. <laughs> Punch him in the nose. <laughs> um, and if you'll allow me just the free action to uh, shout something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You, you don't even have to talk on your turn, I found out. You can just talk whenever the hell you want. There you go. Um, Faye screams, uh, Bandits! Everyone up! Everyone up! And she will square off with the asshole that stabbed her in the chest. 
All right. Valorous. You've got uh, three riders around you, and they're kind of just like encircling you. Uh, uh, horseback. Uh, so they're all just encircling me, just kind of like in like a counterclockwise formation, just trotting around on their horses. Pretty, pretty much, yeah, and pretty fast too. Pretty fast. Okay, Valorous will attempt to shadow step in front of one, anticipating where he's going to be to give him an unarmed strike to get him off his horse. Okay. Yeah, let's have that. Uh, so the first strike will be unarmed strike. That is a 25. Hell yeah. That is seven points of monk physical damage as he attempts to uh, dismount this man. All right. He sits in there. You think he's saddled in pretty tight. Um, I will get you to make a basic dexterity check to not get trampled by his horse. Pretty good at those. That's a 14. Um, shit. I'm not sure that is not good enough. Let's see. Uh, yeah, this horse, uh, it sees you and it kind of just nimbly darts out of your way in between the two of you. You do not get struck. Uh, is that all you got, my friend? Oh, well, that was one of two attacks. The first one was the attempt to um, get him off the horse. And if I feel he's going to dart away from me, I will attempt to hit him the second time as he's fleeing away from me. Yeah, go for it. That one's not as good. That's a 12. That is going to miss, unfortunately. Uh, I should have stopped next when I had the chance. Feels so bad. <laughs> He uh, he just gets out of your reach as uh, you throw that last hit. Disappointing. And uh, for you players, I've thrown their armor class in the chat. So you can just let me know if it hits or not. All right, I could guess a guffaw. Brom. Brom, right. Yes, yeah, sorry. Whew, need to change that. So there's two horsemen near me, correct? There are. There, uh, you're right in the middle of the two of them as they're kind of heading your way. Okay. <clears throat> well, I am going to attempt to jump on the back of the one heading towards my front. All right. Let's get a dexterity check. Uh, acrobatics, probably. Acrobatics. We'll do exactly that because it is a plus five. And that is a 19 plus five, 24. All right. You just hop right onto the back of this horse. The rider is uh, quite uh, shocked to see you back there. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to just try to like slit his throat because I have my sword extinct, like uh, not extinguished, but light. Fired, yeah. whatever the right. technical term is. Uh, do I get advantage on this or, or not? Oh uh, yeah, you are because you are behind him. Sounds good. So seventeen plus five, twenty-two, and uh, five points of slashing. All right. 
uh, six fire. Excellent. Uh, you don't manage to quite get your blade uh, straight across his throat, but you do cut a great gash along like his collarbone. Okay, well then I shall try again. I'm also like trying to injure him enough to throw him off the horse. Seven slashing and nine fire. Fire. All right. Yeah, she do hurt. Then we are on the bandit's turn. Bruh, you get a flaming arrow to the back as the rider behind you uh, sees you attacking his ally. And that will be... Seven piercing damage and five fire damage. So it hits? Yeah. What'd you roll? Uh, an 18. I oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't hit Wouldn't hit corpse paint, but hits Braum. No. Braum is 16, right? Yeah, yeah, 16. Yeah, yeah. Um, and can you give me a... Uh, a strength check as the rider you're attacking tries to elbow you off the horse. Okay, not today. 24. 19 plus 5. Nice. For the strength check. Um. Faye. Yeah. There are two riders. The horse is going around. <laughs> um, technically, uh, only one rider. Um, as the one jumped off his horse to get you. But they're both going to attack you. So we mm-hmm. will see. First one hits. Uh, a 15 does not hit Faye Walker. So the one you just uh, stepped on his foot is kind of like jumping up and down in pain. Um, can I get you to make a dexterity saving throw, please? Yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. A 14. Mm. All right. So you are struck by this horse's shoulder. So you take um, uh, six points of slashing damage from his scimitar and nine points of bludgeoning damage as this horse just barrels into you. Ow. Okay. You are also knocked prone from that. Cool. Cool. You're my favorite. Love it. I am your favorite. I know. Isn't this so fun? <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. That's the word. Sure. So, sure. <laughs> Ember and Nordum, you guys come running out the tent, and two riders just go blazing by you two. Mm. And um, what's that? Opportunity attacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're not that close, but nice try. <laughs> okay. Um, good hustle. And they good just hustle. kind of, yeah, good hustle, dude. They go straight um, for the uh, center of the camp, mm. and uh, just start throwing uh, torches everywhere. Um, there are civilians now running out, uh, throwing buckets of water on the arrows that were uh, first sent before this initial strike. Mm-hmm. Valors, you seem to be in a bit of a tricky position. Ah, 
as it turns out. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> the theme continues episode to episode. I appreciate it. Um, so this one uh, charges uh, right beside you, the one that you managed to hit. Can nice. I get a dexterity check from you, a saving throw? Saving throw. Oh, yeah, that's a 19. Oh, yeah. You just uh, dodge out of uh, the horse's shoulder um, straight into his awaiting scimitar. Ah, as one does. So that is uh, seven points of slashing damage from that. No, I'm almost out of temp hit points. This is unacceptable. You. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another uh, saving throw, please. Lightless. You would charge a one-armed man? It's kind of messed up. <laughs> one-handed, thank you. Yeah, let's be real. One, one-handed, excuse me. And of course, uh, it's your fitness. <laughs> <laughs> 15. 15 is the save. Um, so you just <sighs> kind of like duck as this horse goes over you. Um, roll another one for the attack. That uh, attack misses as this rider hits ice as it did not know there was uh, a river here. And his horse just starts to skid. But one more uh, dexterity saving throw, please, as the third one lines up for you. And at this point, you're kind of impressed that these horsemen are working in such uh, unified uh, ordination with each other. Well, it was three checks in a row. It was bound to fail at some point. That's a 14. All right. Damn, but just barely, too, hey? Good at decks, all right? What do you want? There you are. Uh, That's nine bludgeoning. Uh, So does evasion count? Because... It's a dex-based saving throw, so I can half the damage? You certainly can. Sweet. I would like to do that as my reaction. And this one also misses his uh, strike. Sorry, that was nine points of horse damage? Yeah. So drop to five, I guess. My tap hit points? No! Um, And we are at Nordum. Oh my. Um, Nordum's going to throw down the good old bison bear. Throw down. Throw down. Good old BB. BB. Good old baby. And probably hop on it and chase after the two riders that were dropping torches in the middle of the camp. Nice. I did learn today mm -hmm. as I was uh, reading about mounted combat, Mm -hmm. just, just so you know. Takes half your movement to mount or dismount. Okay, half the player's movement or also the mount. Yeah, half the player's movement. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. the mount is good. Okay, there is a, a feat that I think you can take that allows you to ignore that. Mm-hmm. Nice. So if it's a a thing you think you're gonna do often, there, Nordum, maybe look into it. <laughs> uh, would I be able to ram the riders? Well, what's your what's BB's uh, movement speed? I think it's 40. I'll have to find him in my inventory. Yeah. Grab that up quick. The riding horse is 60, so he might not be able to get fast enough to ram. Yeah, he's speed is 40, 30 climbing. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so you can catch them, but not you can't like get fast enough to ram them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, then I'll just swing at probably the one to the left of him when he rides up in between both of them. Okay. And that's an 18 and a 2, so one of those will hit. Four. Yes, sir. Uh, eight points of damage. All right. Throwing any juice on that? Or are you good? I, why not? Why not? We'll throw some juice on it. Here comes the power and juice. Here comes that juice. That divine fury. Divine. Uh, and another three points of damage on top of it. Not much. Bro. All right. Well done. Ember waves. Uh, one uh, point of question. I know earlier, DM, you were mentioning that uh, you know light, light wind and rains were picking up. Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 da. So we're not in stormy conditions right now, correct? Um, I'm going to say that you are. Yeah, there was thunder okay. every once in a while. A streak of lightning goes up in the sky. I think I know what you're planning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking ride it, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably so. Again, pulling up a, uh, leaning over a hand. Uh, I see exactly what I see. Do I see Valorous prone and uh, horse slipping and all that other stuff? Uh, yes, you do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna call lightning at the third level, uh, and I'll have it strike. So I'll center it on Valorous so that he's going to get the most benefit out of it. But the lightning strike is going to go off here. So these two, I guess, riders and horses, or I, you rule that however you want, uh, have to make dexterity saving throws. Okay. Um, I'm going to do the horses. It's also they're worse than the riders, so that'll work in your favor. Probably. Because there is damage associated too, so I don't know if you want me yeah. to be. Um, For our listeners, the one we don't, on the we ice. Don't <laughs> the one on the ice fails, and the one on I, land succeeds. Yeah, the one on land is going to take half damage, and the one on the ice is going to take full for nineteen points of lightning. All right. You see, the one on the land is gets like fried. Um, it's still up, but it's looking rough. Um, mm-hmm. The one on the ice, the the bolt, like you see it just the... cracks the ice precisely, and you see rider and horse just kind of like fall uh, into it and uh, disappear, essentially. Oh, because it's a river. It is. Oh, no, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> For the horse, not the bandit, okay? No, fuck the bandit. Uh, and I'll use my 30 feet of movement. So that's my action. Uh, I'm going to get 5, 10, 15. Do I see everyone else? Because it is dark, but I have a decent dark vision. Like, uh, we weren't tracking where everyone was for guards, right? So The only one you don't see is Brom. No, I just see flames on horseback in the distance. <laughs> Which is fucking epic. Um... Uh, okay. Well, one's gone up there. Uh, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna try and maintain, like, an equilateral point between all three with somewhat of line of viz, and that's it. Ember's just gonna call out to, uh, 
uh, Nordum um, uh, drives them out of the camp. I will take the care of the fire. Hey. What's it? Faye Walker. Mm-hmm. I take half my movement to stand up. All right. Right. And... Uh, the bandit that attacked me is not on his horse, correct? Correct. I will... Yeah. You don't yes. need to put a different yeah, mini I'll... or anything like that. Um, and the one that rammed me with it... Man, this almost as if yesterday I was mauled by two animals and now I'm getting mauled again <laughs> by... <laughs> by another creature. Nordum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And he's, he's like, I guess, running or moving in such a way to, I guess, trample me again, I'm guessing. Yeah, the one uh, on his horseback is definitely lining you up for that. Okay. So what I would like to do is the bandit that stabs me in the chest as I hold... Um, my hand to that stab wound to just prevent it from bleeding any further. <laughs> um, I'm going to look at him and cast Vampiric Touch. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> you don't say, you don't say, you don't say. And I will run to punch him in the face if possible. All right, let's have it. Uh, I do not punch him in the face. That's a 12, oh, no. 13. No, unfortunately. Okay, well, it's concentration, so it's still up at the very least. No touchy touch. Uh, no touchy touch. Red for vampiric touch. Um, but yeah, I guess that spell would look like... Um, the, the blood that it's now kind of like seeping out onto my hand would float and coalesce around and I as I reach to punch this guy in the face it tries to grab on him and it misses so that is that um, can I move in a way that I can have that, that bandit and the horse in between me <laughs> so potentially um. he has to run over his friend instead of me so you want to navigate behind him? Yeah, if I can do that without leaving his uh, melee range so I don't get an attack of opportunity if possible. If not, I'll just stay where I'm at. No, I think you can definitely swerve your way around there. Okay, I'm just trying to put a barrier. Yeah, between gotta, me and the horse. Tactical here. Yeah. And Is that's that my all? turn. Yeah. Dalaris. Yeah. Uh, one question. So the the horse riders that are still active in my area, are they just actively kind of freely roaming, so to speak? Or are they more or less stationary? You see, uh, they're always in movement, um, and it looks like they're kind of lining you up for another uh, strike. Oh, Like an, okay. another rundown, essentially. <laughs> yeah, I would like to bonus action shadow step over to the tree down to the south here. 
Upon realizing that the, the river is kind of an accessible resource, he is going to attempt to conjure Freezing Sphere, kind of splitting the difference between the two. Ooh, nice. Hit them just a blast of frigid ice and shards of um, ice. Yeah, let's get a, a wisdom check. Please. Uh, cheap wisdom check. That is a 14. 14. Not gonna cut it. That's Only because this is the first time you've tried bending without your hand. So you grab <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. You grab a great uh, ball of water from the river. And um, as you're about to send it into shards, it just kind of like falls into a puddle between them. However, you still have your bonus action and getting back to the whole Elemenzin thing. Um, if you take an action to bend, you can use your bonus action to cantrip your you know, any one of your cantrips, though. You've got, like, Firebolt and stuff like that. So I bonus action Shadow Step to reposition myself. Ah, correct, you did. So, so I appreciate it, but I must uh, decline. Yeah, <laughs> I will good. use the... I will use my... Or, so, point of order, I would have used half my movement to stand up, bonus action, dash over to the tree, and the remainder of my movement to circle around to the other side of the tree. Nice. Smart. Seemingly on the cards yeah um all right bro okay uh so i'm just gonna attack once i did it already uh it hits a 13 plus five six points of slashing flashing splashing damage yeah and then plus six fire so 12 points of damage all right you open this guy's throat up okay and then uh just push him off the horse. Yeah. And you are now riding a horse in combat. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, if you will... Well, he was dead, so I didn't have to do, like, a strength action. Uh, no, I, will rear, I will rear back to the, uh, the rider that shot an arrow at me. Mm-hmm. And just as I'm going past him, I will just try to slash him. All right, so you can you have control over that horse. Okay, thank you. Um, and yeah, give me a, that attack roll for this guy. Okay, so second attack. So that is a nat twenty. Hell yeah, brother. Nice. Hell yeah, there, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, so eight plus four, twelve. Uh, so twenty-four points of damage. And can I double the uh, flame? modifier on top of that just just the blade damage flame stays uh single okay so 24 slashing and six again for the fire damage as i'm just swiping past him all right that is a another rider down as we say in the business hell yeah brother yeah brother (laughs) and uh what's my movement on a horse again this one is 60 feet. Okay, well, I'll just take the movement and try to get... It's not really an efficient way around from where I'm standing. I'll just try to get to the center of the town where the other bandits are. Okay. So, it is the bandit's turn. 
and you see you think the rest of them are pretty much coming out of the woodworks as it were get it because we're in a forest thank you thank you Chris do we get it guys he, he just can't help himself. I apologize. I apologize, everyone. Ha, 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 Faye, the uh, rider uh, utterly misses you, but um, re uh, places himself uh, behind you for next round. Um, the, the foot soldier that you've been facing off with uh, just does a full um, 180 uh, sword wide out, uh, gashes your shoulder for eight points of damage. Okay. Valorous. No. (laughs) No, thank you. No, I'm hiding in the trees. I'm invisible. (laughs) You potentially uh, are invisible because he misses you uh, wide. He comes nowhere near you. As I Ember. expected. Dexterity saving throw, please, good sir. As uh, the one you struck with lightning aims for you. He's, you know, oh, that on a natural two. Hang on, wait, wait, guys. Let me just check my modifiers real quick. No, plus seven, nine. <laughs> So you take plus, 10 plus three fives, yeah. Oh, God. Okay, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Enter knocked prone. Okay, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no and doubt. And then on no top of doubt. that, take nine slashing. Nine. The la- is he rolling again? So the horse hits you. Yeah. And that's where the bludgeoning comes from. And then okay. uh, the and rider then attacks you with a short sword. With advantage. Because I am prone. Just in case you crit. I mean, we can. You're safe. Thank, thank God. <laughs> we don't uh, want that. Another, but, another. Yeah. What, what did you say? Six damage on top of that? Uh, nine. Nine. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I'm gonna roll to see if I maintain concentration on that. Uh, I do. Nice it's work. A, oh God, seventeen. Yeah, we're good. Should technically have to do it twice. Because the horse and the dude is two different attacks. That is a 12 on the second one, so that succeeds. Nordum, you have a base armor class of 20. Yeah. Uh, they send four fire arrows back your way. Only one finds his mark. Bullshit. However, <laughs> one hits BB. Oh, BB! Now it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> now things just got personal. I will say BB only takes four points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, does he have? Because yeah. he got damaged in the last battle that we did. Is that mm-hmm. still? Uh, yes. It and, is. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Well, not perfect, but you know, you know, you know. Well, it's sad. Yes. Yeah. You take eight. Eight. God damn! All right. And then you take four fire on top of that. Oh God. And BB takes three fire. Jeez Louise. Is it because you gave me 20 armor class? Is this why I'm getting attacked? I'm definitely gonna have to kick the shit out of you a little harder, <laughs> for sure. 
Alright, um... Alright, well, like them, I guess. Brom, you are struck with a, uh, rapier as a rider is charging you face-to-face. And take eight points of slashing damage. And then you see a rider's coming up hot on your, uh, six o'clock. Another rider appears to be fighting um, Dutch and his two road uh, mates. Um, They're just kind of over here by Dutch's tent. I don't have their thing. And it is uh, Nordum's turn. All right. I will continue chasing after the two bandits on the horsebacks. Well... One's going to hit and one's not going to hit again. All right. And this time it's going to be uh, eight points of damage. And then I'm going to throw more spice on top of it. Or seven on top of that eight, which is 13, if my math is correct. Nice. And I'll be attacking the same one on the left side of Nordum. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ember waves. Um, yeah. So this guy's barreling down on me. Uh, I'm very not happy about that. If I can. Um, he. Oh, what am I trying to say? There we go. The uh, storm is going to subside, and uh. Yeah, I think I'm going to take somewhat of a page out of Brahms' book. Um, I don't have a fancy blade, but I do have Flame Blade at the second level. So I don't get to carry this one around, but as a bonus action, I'll I'll cast it. Uh, So I extend my good hand down. It looks like just a similar a flaming short sword i don't have fancy words or anything but here we go uh i will roll to hit it has a plus seven to hit uh and on a natural one uh i don't know what i'm doing ember doesn't use swords um yeah um I'm not even gonna give you a negative boon for that because you're already on the ground and damn. Yep, yep. You're you know what? Your best. He forgot to get out of prone, um, so technically I would have disadvantage, but you can't get worse than in that one. So he's gonna he's, he's just gonna use half his movement to get up. That's it. He's gonna just very shamefully get in front, and as he sees the horse like reeling back to turn at him, he's like, "Oh God! Oh God!" <laughs> I would like to think he was like doing this as he was getting knocked the fuck over. <laughs> yeah, I like to think Ember just like swings with his new flame sword, but the dude's already like twenty feet away. Yeah, <laughs> like, and uh, oh, a hundred percent. And you know, on a nat one, if you let go of the blade, it disappears, but you can evoke the blade again. So just for flavor, um, it, it, the blade goes away. <laughs> like, there you go. All right. That's my, that's hey. my just on the other side of this cart to your left, Ember is having a hell of a time, but you have your own problems. <laughs> Swinging yeah. wildly at things that don't exist. <laughs> okay. 
I am going to try again to reach out and touch this um, bandit to get some sort of vampiric touch on him. Let's have it. Uh, 15. That's the armor class. Oh, nice. Okay. So that is 3d6 necrotic damage. Which, oh, ho, 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 is 13 damage. And he feels um, some of his life suck away as I heal for half of that. Nice. You actually uh, see the soul leave his eyes as his body withers into a husk. Mm -hmm. Much like a vampire sucking out his blood. Yeah. Uh, Do you want me to round up or down for that half damage or half healing? It's 13. Let's round down, and then when you hit level 10, let's try to remember to round up. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Perfect. So, uh, reaching out and grabbing, uh, we'll say something that's easy, is um, uh, his throat. (laughs) The chat is exploding. This is great, guys. No one's here to see this. Um, Except for maybe Stalker in the trees. Uh, and the entire civilian populace that's near us. <laughs> they're dealing with fires. Uh, yeah, she <laughs> they're screaming. <laughs> whispers to him, fucking messed with the wrong people. And like just shoves him to the ground and then about faces to the horse mounted rider. Must work. Um, and bonus action. Can I do a, a sacred flame or new? No. Yeah, you got a bonus action to burn. I do have a bonus action to burn. Flame away, friend. So, yeah, sacred flame that guy, and he needs to do a dexterity saving throw, DC 14. Uh, that's an at one, so he takes a full force of that. Uh, which is, I rolled a one and a three on D8s, so it's four radiant. <laughs> The full force of it. Yeah, no kidding. Right. Hey, you, you see, know what? Uh, At least you hit him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His his cloak starts to catch fire and it starts to frail up his back. Uh-huh. Um, Valorous, you are hiding amongst the trees, being a difficult target. So he just narrowly missed me, went a little wide, I think trying to capitalize on that moment, either A, trying to jump on the horse as he goes riding by, or just strike him. Kind of similar essence of using the momentum against him. Yeah. Uh, So the first attack will connect. Second attack. Uh, Math. It's hard. It was. 15, so they both will connect, so he will take the unbridled wrath of nine points of bludgeoning damage as he gets a quick one, two. And if he's still conscious, I would like a constitution saving throw. Absolutely. As I attempt to stun this man off his horse and hopefully the fall kills him. Oh, he saves. Oh, okay. I was gonna say he's got uh, just a plus two, but yes, he saves. 
They are made of tougher stuff than you expected, apparently. Yeah, as it turns out, just uh, not your average run-of-the-mill group of bandits. I'm kidding. That's it for me. All right, good sir. We are back to Brahm Nightwish. Okay, so I will attack the the one that just attacked me. My sword. My sword, so 16 plus 5, 21 to hit. Uh, 10 points of slashing. Yikes, that's a big one, all right. And five, uh, five fire damage. Fire. Excellent. Just drag your sword across his chest piece, which starts to catch a fire. Okay, and sounds he's... good. He's sorry, what? He's still up. Okay, but he's probably not directly beside me anymore, is he? Yeah, he probably rides past you. As you both just kind of, uh, you know, share attacks as you ride past each other. Okay, well, I'm going to just pull back on the uh, the horse, making him kind of like rear back a little bit. And then when the guy behind me uh, gets close, I will take my second attack on him. All right, have at her. I shall. Uh, so that is an 18. Wow. <laughs> Been lucking out tonight. Hell yeah, Braum. 18 plus 5. Uh... 11 points of slashing. Maybe. And uh, 9 flame, so 20 total. Damn. The boy's hurt. So yeah, I'll ride on the horse into the middle of town square, and that'll also coax the other guys into the battle as well, so that everybody can sort of get a visual on all the bad guys. Uh, Ember, can I get a, another dexterity saving throw from you, good sir? What, did, what have I done to you? Hmm? What have I done to you? Let's let's see. Just be a good friend. Six. Six. Okay? Is that <laughs> what you wanted to hear, Quentin? Did you want to hear six with a plus, plus three, so, so nine again? <laughs> All right. You take five points of uh, bludgeoning damage. Right. Okay. I maintain my concentration on my thing. That's good. That's good. I don't believe a 15 hits you. Uh, a 15 does not hit me. I get out of the way. <laughs> I learned. Um, this horseman is going to shoot an arrow at you that has been dealing with Valorous. Uh, also missing. Bay. Another horseman joins the fray. Eh. And I need two dexterity saving throws from you as they just kind of put you in the middle and are going to try to like pretty much like clothesline you, but like reversed. Oh, those are both below uh, a 10 and I have a plus zero. So. (laughs) So you take 16 points of bludgeoning damage as they (laughs) both just clip you uh, on each shoulder. Well, any by chance that they would leave my melee range that would provoke an attack of opportunity? The first hit is a crit. So 
So that's eight, 12 more points of slashing damage. To me? Yeah. Because now I don't I... slashes on you. You're going uh, down. Okay. I don't, but I do have okay, Sentinel not. at death's door, so I can react to cancel the crit on that. Okay. So, uh, Luna shows up from the tree and, like, swings her down around the arm in, an, in a way that it... <laughs> where it could have been fatal. Throws them off balance enough. So... So that is only, uh, eight points of slashing damage. Okay. I am still looking very hurt, so. <laughs> and then you take eight more points, or sorry, nine more points of slashing damage from the last strike. Okay, Faye is like on her, her knees, pretty much. <laughs> With that, Brom, you are struck, but missed. Um, Nordum, this one is kind of like toe-to-toe -to -toe with you. He will just take a clean swing at you and misses. And with that, we will go into our break. Hello, welcome to Slings and Arrows, a Canadian-made actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We are playing a modified Lost Mine of Phandelver module combined with one of my favorite games, Battletech by Harebrained Schemes. Slings and Arrows features Doran, the Human Ranger, Mazara, the Verdan Warlock, Felden, the Drow Paladin, and Honey, the Fairy Rogue. And I am Morgan, the Dungeon Master. Welcome to Slings and Arrows. Hello one, hello all. We truly hope you enjoy listening to our podcast as much as we enjoy making it. It would mean the world to us if you could rate and review The Fables of Latour. It goes a long way to growing our community, and to put it plainly, we just love hearing from you. So thanks again, and as always, we'll see you in the wilds of Latour. We are going to jump right back into this. Feet fucking first. Nord of Iron Boot, you are being swarmed with bandits. Swarmed. Swarmed. Hack and slash, that's what I do. Uh, both of those are going to hit this time, thank goodness. Hell yeah. And what is this baloney? <laughs> Two twos. So, um, which is a total of freaking not much. That's that's for sure. A total of four points. Um, I'm going to attack the same guy twice. Where, where are your bonuses? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start pumping pumping those. Uh sorry, uh which is gonna be I'm gonna do it at a second level this time. Get an extra D eight in there. Which will be ooh, an eight. Uh so ten, so fifteen points on top of the one. Right. And You good, sir. At so so shit rolls, which is only five more on top of that other one. Tell me how you kill that rider. Um, I'm gonna say I'm a little bit behind him and probably just smack the bat axe right into his back and just like pull it out, blood gushing down his back, down the horse, and the horse probably just carries on with the dead rider. 
Yeah, I like to think, yeah, exactly. The horse just kind of like runs off into the woods. Had enough of this shit that horse has. <laughs> and uh, your movement? Uh, I'm going to uh, book it up because from Nightwish will be uh, on the edge of the circle of the camp. And I'm going to go straight and head for him. All right. Uh, Ember waves. Yeah, he's not doing great. <laughs> uh, he's going to. He's just going to pull out. Uh, he's just going to reach down super quick, uh, melt uh, a little handful of snow, get a drop of water. And um, I'm not happy about the two in front of me. Really not. So to the north, the drop of water just expands and gets taller and taller and wider. Uh, and I'm going to cast Tidal Wave. Um, nice. So I need the two in front of me uh, to make dexterity saving throws. Uh, and anything in this direction, uh, it is, hang on, just to make sure I'm not screwing up, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from here, 30 feet from this guy outwards. So you're good. Valorous, the edge of a tidal wave whizzes past you. Uh, but if this tent to the northeast of me, uh, not that far away as well, uh, was on fire, um, it's no longer on fire. So that's great. Yeah, and it definitely was because that is Dutch's tent. Okay. Um, and both those riders fail. Okay, so they're going to take... 14 points of bludgeoning damage. They're knocked prone. So, this rider and his horse just kind of expire and are washed to the bank. Oh, not the horse. Um, this rider and his horse uh, are both on the ground. The rider is thrown off, and the horse just kind of gallops away. Delightful. Uh, this is ridiculous. Uh, I'm going to close the gap. Boop. Uh, and I'm going to... I'm not going to attack. Uh, I'm going to pull out the nice dagger that Nordum gave us. And I'm just going to gesture down at this individual who's now prone. My friend, if I could do that with a drop of water, imagine what I could do with this dagger. Don't move. Uh, he would act, but it is not his turn, so he won't. He defers. Faye is basically knocked to her knees. Um, she is not looking good. So she will... Uh, put her hands back around her holy symbol and it's going to cast Cure Wounds at a third level on herself. Nice. And will heal for... Uh, oh, 19. 19 points. Okay, okay. Whoops. Get out, get out. Okay, so that's not bad, not bad, that's bad. And that'll be my action... That'll be my action, and I, uh... Oh, is it worth trying to get to friends? Where's everybody? Everybody's on the opposite end of town. 
You could, she, you could notify us that you are indeed having a bad day. Everyone's having a bad day. <laughs> Some worse than others. <laughs> um, Everyone's having no okay day. I was doing all right. <laughs> I think Faye is, she is going to risk it. She's going to risk the two opportunity attacks. She is going to try to get closer to town, to town, closer to the center. So she will take and watch these guys have like Sentinel or something like that. So I move and Uh, only one hits. Okay. Try to get on the other Um, side of this wagon here. Okay. Uh, So only uh, six points of slashing. Okay. Okay. Um, You were prone. Oh, was I? Oh, that's right. So so no half that. So I get to the corner of the cart. <laughs> I get to there. Well done. Um, and can I bonus action cantrip toll the dead to uh, this? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> to this uh, new rider that's come up on on my ass. Uh, so again, slam shield and sword together and cast it. And that is four necrotic. All right. Two, which one again? Sorry. Uh, whichever is the new one. So I think it's this guy here. Yeah, sounds good. The second one that just showed up. Yeah. And that'll be like, help, guys, help, <laughs> please. Um. It is your turn, Valorous, and um, through all the trees, carts, horses, you can't quite see Valor or um, Faye, but you do hear her shouting for help. See, how far away are we? Okay, we can make this work. Uh, so, on hearing Faye's request for assistance, I will position myself to the southern end of the cart. And with my one good hand, we'll strike the ground, attempting to conjure destructive wave. Oh, hell yeah. Wisdom check, please. You just leap off that uh, tree stump and punch the ground. Yeah. Uh, that, that time's a 22. All right. Uh, one handed me- punching ground successful. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, so you strike the ground, creating a burst of divine energy that ripples outward from you. Each creature of your choice within 30 feet must succeed a constitution saving throw or take 5d6 uh, bludgeoning damage, as well as 5d6 radiant or necrotic. So I'll just omit that uh, and be knocked prone. All right. Are you going to do the horses and the riders or just the riders? Uh, everyone. All right. Horses and riders. <laughs> awesome. There is no. Everyone's guilty. What's the radius on that, good friend? It's Thirty feet of creature. my choice. Of your yeah. choice. Okay. Yeah. I, I like, pick the victims of my damage. That's that's uh, good. That's. I was just gonna say you come to help me only to kill me. So thank you. <laughs> it was a so, Constitution saving throw, so DC would be fifteen. Okay, so. Only this one rider, the new rider, uh, succeeds. Uh, the two horses and the other rider fail. Okay, so the ones who failed will take 
full damage, and that was what? 5d6. That's 13 bludgeoning, and they're all knocked prone. And the one who succeeded takes half damage and is not knocked prone. Yeah. All right. Well done. Um, the horse is knocked prone, though, so he is thrown off. Although he does manage to land elegantly on his feet. Yeah, we'll see about that with the bonus action firebolt to his face. Maybe. Uh, that's a natural one. So maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Um, yeah, that that firebolt definitely catches uh, this family's cart on fire. You, I, I can fix that. Damn I can it. fix that. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Brom, you've got a rider behind you, a rider in front of you, and a very uh, friendly dwarf behind them. Okay. Uh, so as I am going by the one uh, just in front of me, what I'm going to do and I am sorry to all the vegan slash animal lovers. I'm tr- going to try to poke the horse's eye with my sword. Oh, no. So that he can veer out of the way. And I am going to, uh, if that is successful, veer off to my right back to where I was. And that rider that initially shot me in the back should still be in that area, if I'm not mistaken. He... The one who shot you in the back is the one behind you. That one up here is a new rider. Okay. Well, then that one up there, it, the new rider, I'm going to go that way. Okay. So. So it's an hit. attack to hit the horse's eye. Okay. Sure. And that is a 12 plus 5, uh, 17. Yeah, that, 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 that's going to hit the horse. Uh, you poke out his ammo. Uh, terrible whinnying. Yeah, and hopefully the horse goes out of control and the bandit falls off. Uh, we will get the bandit to make uh, animal handling check with advantage. Uh, he, the horse fucks off, but the bandit does not fall off. Okay. Uh, well, either way, that sort of opens it up for Nordum and his uh his bear, or sorry, his bull. His bug bull. Boy, some bear. It's magic ball. Magic bear. Uh, yeah, and then I'm going to go up, use my movement to get up to uh, that new rider there. And as, and I will slash him as I gallop by. And that is a nat one, so never mind. All right. Um, it is the bad gas turn. So right off the bat, Ember, this yes. guy just swings for your ankles. God He's damn not it. into it. Uh, I'm in advance. I'm going to woe him. So my uh, you subtract a d6. Okay, so that is an 18 plus 4, so 22 minus a d6. Yeah, he's going to hit even if he rolls, but it's okay. Yeah, so 19. Um <laughs> So that is eight points of da- nine points of damage. Pardon me. Ow! Just slashes your Achilles heel. Cool, 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 cool. I didn't need that. 
Fei, this one, as you're running away, give me a history check as he's uh, just violently running after you behind this cart, uh, sword Whoa. raised high. Hey. Um, I have advantage on a lot of stuff because it's nighttime and I forget that. Shit. But I don't think that includes. It wouldn't include history, though. No. Perception and then attacks. I have to remember that. Um, 11. Okay. This dude reminds you from someone that fateful night during a particular wedding. And as he's doing uh, attacking you and this sudden wave of realization comes over you, he does nat 20 you. You know, I I can cancel that again, but I don't think she would. She'd be focusing on uh, like realizing what this who this person has ties to. She wouldn't be thinking about it. It is a measly 10 points of uh, slashing damage. Okay, okay. That's I mean, she's looking rough again, but that's good. It's okay. Um, Valorous. Hello. This guy gets off his horse, stands using half his movement, and comes over to you. You wouldn't uh, strike a one-handed man, would you? <laughs> 16 does not hit you, does it? No, it does not. All right. So he is like, I don't know, maybe you like broke his leg when he fell off his horse and the horse fell down on top of him. It's um, concussed. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um... Bay. Another rider jumps off his horse. Coming for you, my friend. Okay. Can't catch a break. Wow, what did you do? <laughs> I swear. I say that a lot, but I promise. So only one is going to hit. Uh huh. Oh, and it is terrible. Uh, terrible five points of slashing damage from this. Oh, come um, on. Just just, just kill me at that point. Freaking heck. You want me? I can just kill you. Just kill you. You're dead. <laughs> Boom. You dropped to zero. <laughs> We're in a stormy environment. Strike a lightning. Two hit points. Like, come on. Jesus. I mean, I'd Random. be happier if you dropped to zero, so. Random lightning strike. Yeah. My camp's on fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brom, you are struck that time with a 19. Uh, eight points of damage as this guy uh, slashes uh, your horse's throat. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 16. Okay, so your horse is down, but you land on your feet, so you are not prone. A minor inconvenience, but... <laughs> um, Nordum, uh, you see <laughs> this rider kills Dutch's uh, male roadmate. 
and continues to ride towards you. And misses terribly. And I think that is everyone. So we will go to your turn, Nordum. All right. Um, all this new opponent has appeared. I will attack him. Uh, and both of them are going to miss. Um, one thing that I have been forgetting about is my bison bear actually gets an attack. So <laughs> he is going to claw at the guy's horse, hopefully knocking them off of it. And I'm not sure what the horse's armor class would be or what, but a... It is ten. Uh, oh, ten? Okay, then both are going to hit. Alright. And, and they are weak little boys. Uh, seven points of damage, and then... Uh, nine points of damage. So, 16 points of damage little. Your bison bear, in its uh, classic fashion, just mauls the shit out of this horse. And the guy's left prone on the ground. Can my bison bear use its movement to, like, step on the guy? Not necessarily to hurt him, but to make him move, like, so he can't move. Yeah, 100%. Your bison bear just puts his massive-ass bear claw on his chest, and he's stuck there. Perfect. I'll do that. All right. Ember. Um. Well, you really should not have done that, friend. Um. I take the hilt of the dagger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to slowly drive it down into his chest. He's prone, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and he also does make a constitution saving throw while this happens. Please remember, people, we're supposed to be the good guys. Uh, fail. Was that just protecting the caravan? Yeah. Uh, he fails his con save. Fails. Okay, so that is going to be five points of piercing, and then two d six of cold damage. Another wow. nine points of cold damage. As this is happening, I'd like to think that he feels the blade like freezing his like torso from the inside out. So this this is a good case of Ember uh, getting caught up in his work. So Mm. you are just driving this dagger in, trying to extract as much pain as possible. And you look for that fleeting uh, sense of agony and he has already expired. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of figured Uh, he slashed wildly. It was very much a uh, yeah. And then I'll use my 30 feet. I'm assuming there's a lot of stuff that's on fire right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, that is something that I will deal with fairly soon. <laughs> uh, that's it. Nice. I go. All right, Faye. And I got so caught up in my in my head, I wasn't even thinking about trying to prepare. <laughs> uh, what? 
So for point of clarification, I just reckon I think I recognize this one guy or do I recognize this band of bandits? Uh, you haven't really had too much time to okay. look people dead in the eye. Yeah. So you're not entirely sure. Uh, okay. Um. Okay. So what I would, I I just heal myself, only to be knocked down again. Like, what's the point? <laughs> There's a pretty significant point to it. One might one might say it's uh, the most important point. <laughs> There is no point in healing myself if they're going to deal that much damage to me in two turns. Okay, sorry. Sorry, guys. No, there's respect in passing. Who's passing? Theirs. All right, Faye, what are you doing? Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Okay, I am going to draw my my arcane longsword and power it up. And I will take. I'll take a swing at this new rider here. Okay. Which I will have as advantage because it is nighttime. Woo! That was cocked, but that was a cocked on a natural 20. Oh, there we go. That's okay. That's fine. So that's a 21 to hit. Nice. And that will be. Ooh, 14 slashing damage to that thing, to that thing, to that rider. And... I do have a minor healing potion Mm -hmm. that I guess I'll down. I have five of them. That's a lie. I have five of them, so I will down one of them. Yeah. And... And just turn and square up with that guy that I think I recognize trying to find any sort of uh, more recognition of him or if he recognizes me. It was a while ago, so who knows? (laughs) You think he starts to to like pull his swing a little bit. Uh Um, Valorous. Yeah, so the... The one bandit who did approach me attempting to strike me, it seems only fair to reciprocate it. So we'll go with one. We'll, we'll go with one uh, unarmed strike for 16. And that will be. Modifier on the damage, though. Oh, no. Oh, that is eight points of bludgeoning damage to the man's temple. That's kind of what I figured. He was looking a little rough. (laughs) Yeah, just one solid, clean strike to the head, and he's down. Uh, All right. I will just continue making my way southward through the camp and seeing another opportunity. My second unarmed strike and then a bonus action flurry of blows on this man here. So it's going to be three unarmed strikes. Uh, two of them will connect. Six, six, so 12 points of bludgeoning damage. 
Alright, this guy is on death's door, Faye, as you see uh, Valors comes up behind him and just wails him in the back of the head. And a constitution saving throw, s'il vous plaît. Ooh. I'm gonna give him that on disadvantage because he is so hurt. Two eights. Uh, 12, so I think he fails. He is stunned. All right. Good round. Uh, Brahm. Mr. Nightwish himself. Okay. Uh, so this rider that just knocked me off, is he still there? Yeah. Okay. I'll just swing up at him. With the flaming sword. And that is a three plus five. So that doesn't hit their armor class was what? 13? 15. 15? Yeah. So I'll try again with the second hit. And that one will hit uh, 14 plus five, 19. Uh, 11 points of slashing. And then 2d6 fire. So plus seven on top of that. Nice work. Um, it is their turn and you see that guy Brom he takes those hits from you and he kind of is half paying attention to you half paying attention to the surroundings uh, he puts his fingers to his mouth and gives a great uh, whistle and you can have an opportunity attack as he turns tail and runs yes I will do exactly that and that is a 16 plus 5. 10 points of slashing. All right. 2d6 fire. Uh, 6 fire damage, so 16 points total. Nice. Um, this dude, you think if you could have had like one more round with him, he would have been down. Um, but his horse carries him off into the darkness of the night. Um, Faye. You've got one guy left behind you mm -hmm. and he kind of throws his sword down as he's looking around and he is surrounded and the only one left. And I will leave, say we're out of initiative and you can decide what you do with him. Okay. <laughs> um. And her of course, oh. the guy you recognizes stunned drooling out mm -hmm. of his mouth laying on the ground in front of Valorous. Alright. Um Faye would she looks to Valorous. Um Kyle and I had talked about this at a game, but uh she would have told to some detail, at least, to Valorous mm. of what happened. And uh, this would have happened after her encounter with uh, Lucian and her how her past is now coming kind of to haunt her all over again. Um, so she looks to Valorous and these don't kill them detain them a little bit. And um, is going to grab at least the collar of the uh, stunned guy 
mm-hmm. and we'll cast command on the other guy. Mm-hmm. So he has to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 14. He also has disadvantage because he is bleeding out of pretty much every orifice there ever was. Uh, fails. Fails. Uh, she commands him to follow. Okay. And she drags them to the forest. Oh, oh dear good God. <laughs> All right, so you take them off into the forest and, and your buddy boy? I don't think Faye would instruct Valorous to do anything, so she, it is, yes. it'll be up to imp- interpretation whether he follows or not. Right. He takes one look at you and sees you just profusely bleeding. Yeah. He's not leaving you unsupervised. <laughs> yeah. And there are bandits lurking in the forest, so probably a good time. Uh, they're running. It's fine. Um, okay. So I'm going to let you two uh, fester on that for a moment. Okay, I'm going to panic. Ember... Ember and uh, Brom, you kind of look around. Dutch and the caravanners are helping put out any flame. Um, about 10 people had perished. Um, two of the dragon bloods. Uh, only the one uh, Dez has survived. The one that um, Faye had been bandaging up. Um, and you all immediately notice Nordum with, uh, his bison bear pinning one bandit who is pretty healthy looking to the ground. And BB is drooling and snarling with his grizzly like, uh, muzzle, uh, just nipping at this guy's flesh. Just kind of awaiting your next instruction, Nordum. Um... How many do we have an estimate number of how many attacked and how many were killed of bandits? You think about three or four got away mm-hmm. and there's about 14 dead. OK, so it's definitely not the full uh, bandit army that probably attacked us then. You guys were anywhere thought anywhere between 15 to 20. Oh, 50. oh, I thought it was anywhere between 20 to 30. Okay, perfect. Uh, Norm will hop off and try to get some information out of this guy. All right. Um, probably first thing is like, who do you who do you work for? That's let's just start with this. Let's who do you work for here? He goes. Okay. What the f- fuck? This bison bear, it hurts, man. Yeah, it's going to hurt a lot more if you don't start talking, so you better start talking. All right, give me an intimidation with advantage. Uh, that's a nine and a 18 with... I think I'm good at intimidation. Yeah, plus four, so 22. All right. He goes, uh... His name, it's, uh, oh, God, it's, uh, uh, Kieran Nadar. He, he led this group. He should be here somewhere. What does this Kieran Nadar look like? 
uh, he describes um, him uh, a uh, a human, tall, um, muscular, uh, thick black beard, um, a slash across uh, one eye, um, and like shorn down, almost like buzzed hair. He 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 was on he was on the left flank. Uh, Nordum will probably call out Dutch, uh, whoever else is near, probably, probably Ember and Brom. Kind of just like quickly look to see if this guy, he'll give out the description, is amongst the dead or around somewhere. Does that describe the guy that gave that whistle? Uh, it actually does not. It doesn't. Okay. I will assist in looking. Yeah, I'll I'll ch- I'll check in sort of the area where I was too. Yeah. Um. So Dutch um is actually just att- attending to uh, you know, the people. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's fine. Um. Yeah. His other roadmate is um gonna help you guys look, but n- n- no one fits that description. Okay. When we go through all the bodies, you mean kind of thing? Yeah. Hmm. Also, looting. <laughs> yes. Big time looting. Um, uh, 100 gold pieces found amongst their corpses. Um, a fun little uh, dagger that, upon further inspection, is, as Canute will remember, a little homebrew uh, weapon of mind and a movable rod. Ooh. And um, a longsword that's plus three. Jesus. Okay. How did a group of bandits best somebody cause a longsword plus three? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> They need to figure um, their lives out. Do these individuals have any branding? They don't necessarily. Um, yeah. You think you think like one does, um, but like the others don't, and you think it might just be like a like a hosh posh like group of people, you know? Gotcha. Um, we will jump over to Faye and Valoris, dragging two bodies through uh, a snowy, darkened forest. Tell me, tell me what that looks like. <laughs> um, as as Faye is leading the charge, I suppose um, she has not said a word, so it's very quiet. Despite the chaos that they left behind in the camp, and she will eventually throw the uh, individual that she's dragging kind of in front of her and sword still drawn looks at him and will actually take the time to look at him right make sure it is who she thinks it is yes so this individual big black beard scar across his eye uh tight buzzed hair yeah um and absolutely um uh, was 
not you don't think responsible, but was someone who did slaughter Shadow Scorn, kidnap Shadow Scorn, and participated in the murder of your newlywed. Do you remember me? It's been um, a while. He just kind of looks up at you and he goes, uh, should I remember you? No, but I remember you. Years ago. You and your party interrupted a very special day of mine. And killed very many people. This was in the Shadow Scorn Kingdom. So it's a little far to your territory. See, he just kind of like looks back on like that time and he goes, huh? Yeah. Back East was always more fun. Oh, you're not going to be returning there. Don't worry about that, honey. So, Faye, I think at this point, um, the ghost of Ruvian makes it his appearance to her, and it a shot like a ghost of a shadow scorn uh, gentleman. Uh, so extra wispy, I suppose. Um, and she would look to him, which to everyone else, she's looking to nothing. Would you find peace if you, if, if this man does not live anymore? Uh, he shakes his head. No. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> She actually is surprised. She's like, oh, that normally just works. Killing someone works, oh. right? <laughs> right? Kirsten. Kirsten, this is so much deeper than that. I know. I know. Okay. Uh, sword is pointed towards the chest of the individual of Kieran. She doesn't know his name, but Kieran. Um, he says, don't you want to know who was responsible? What is it beyond someone who just wanted to torment the Shadow Scorn more than they already have been in the past? Just saying, you let me go, I can give you a name. How do I trust your word of a bandit? Attack people in the night. You don't. Don't have to. Just kill me now. And he just kind of like lifts his chin up. Give me a name. Without like hesitation, he says, um, Lorella Orla. She was the one responsible. She organized the band. Do I believe him? Yeah, give me an insight check. Mm-hmm. Or la. I missed the L. Lorilla or la. 
That is a 15. Yeah, it's like with the conviction and the speed in which he answered, uh, it's pretty convincing. She hired you out? Or you just work for her? Our pay came after we sold the scorn. And the killing was, well, just the cherry on top. Bay does hold back like like a vomit like when they say like selling and killing like it's yeah. just it's disgusting what she has heard and witnessed when she lived in the kingdom of Shadow Scorn for a while um and where does she reside don't know last I heard she was Somewhere in Iridania, maybe. She travels like I do. We all travel. Can't stay in one place long with the occupation like ours. Okay. Um, you see, he kind of like gets to stand up. She will allow him, but her her sword is still trained on his chest. Okay. Um. What's Valorous doing? <laughs> You just having a fun time hanging out as Faye's bleeding, pretty much. <laughs> he is just observing this conversation, but with him standing up, Valors will chip in. Like, just just so you are aware, this lovely individual here is someone who can give you a swift, peaceful, restful death or an existence that will literally never end. Just so you're aware. It's a good line, to be honest. He just goes, I don't doubt it. But is she a woman of her word? I've known her to be. I want Faye to kill this guy so bad, but he just like starts. He takes one step to the left. Like as in to book it? Not to book it. He he doesn't feel the need to book it, but he'll he'll start to try to walk away. Uh, Faye does she? I don't make a move to do anything quite yet. Um, and the other guy who, like, I had cast command on to follow us. Um, do I recognize this guy to be there at that night? No, okay, no, you don't think so. Okay, and he's just standing uh, there, kind of like vacant, yeah. Like, Waiting for his next command. Uh, how I should just double check to see how long this lasts. I think it's just an act like one round. So this the command spell probably could be dissipated at this point. Um, Does she still. Attack and raid Shadow Scorn villages. Is that her income still? Old habits are hard to quit. They will lower her sword and 
Tell her that an old friend is coming for a visit. Kind of like gives you a weird look and then walks away. As Kieran walks away. <laughs> um, oh, what do I have? I will cast something at his back like a like a traitor that I am. Throw a dagger in his back. Fuck him. Sure. I'll throw a dagger. <laughs> All right. You swiftly loose this dagger rests in the small of his neck mm-hmm. and he hits the ground painting the snow red and Faye looks to the other guy you're the messenger don't screw up <laughs> he just books it he does book <laughs> it he does think he needs to get out of there fast turns to Valors. Well, should we go back? Change of demeanor, like, so quick. <laughs> Not skipping a beat. Well, go, gotta go loot him first. Give me one second. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Go pat him down. Yeah, you've got uh, rupees worth 100 gold pieces. Hey, Rupees as in plural, as in a couple hundred? (laughs) No. Just a handful of rupees. And he has a particular ring that you've never seen the likes of before, but Faye could quickly identify it as black glass, a a substance known only uh, to uh, the City of Shadow. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Faye, you are also familiar. This is called a night ring. And Valor it had a, yeah. a night glass dagger that he used to cut off his hand. Would he recognize that? Dif- different materials. Oh. Yeah. Close, but. Sorry, I missed what you said, Faye. I recognize the ring. What yeah, this so was. Sorry, I missed that. That was a night ring. Okay. And it lends uh, you certain properties that the Shadow Scorn have. So it lets you Shadow Step, and it gives you advantage on stealth checks. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Valorous, I think you can do this all on your own, right? With your um, monk abilities. As she, like, explains what it does. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, no, I don't need no charity to help me get around. And you'll flick it over to Faye. Perfect. Uh, she will pocket it. She won't adorn it yet. But, um. And there's a, a particular character in uh, the second book that uses that quite effectively. That particular mm-hmm. magic item. Um. So you guys return to the cart or the caravan. Um, I will say conversations can be had. Dutch quickly rounds everybody up as literally the sun is starting to rise. Um, if there's anything that quick that needs to happen, feel free to discuss. 
Otherwise, I will wrap the session up. Norm will like to ask the guy that's pinned um, where their base camp is. Oh, well, we, we don't have base camp. We're, we're marauders. We we roam. Well, do you have like a base camp that you were at like today? No, we, we, we make we make a camp and then and, you know, we sleep there and then we move on. Hey. And then maybe Norm will ask the party, um, what would we like to do with him? <laughs> he goes, you, you'd probably like to let me go, right, guys? I don't know. Right. I, I just joined this group. Uh, are you guys the interrogating type? Letting go type or the uh, makes a cutthroat motion. I would say we had our uh, fair, fair choices of all of those. So I wouldn't say we're really leading in one party yet. Well, you're the boss, Nordum. Want to let him go? Let him go. <laughs> He has no other useful information. I mean, just let him go, yeah. I guess. Yes, let him go into the feral infested grounds on no horse covered in blood. I love this idea. Let's do it. All right. I guess it's your lucky day. Uh, Norm will take all of his weapons. That's for sure. Um, also, if I if I see you do basically anything wrong, just know the Red Willow Guild will just immediately kill you on sight. You're, you're, you've got your one chance. That's all you get. And he'll kick him in the butt to kind of just like get him on his way. <laughs> you have to like li- lift your leg up so high to reach his butt. Yeah. <laughs> he gives like a it. little jump as he does it. <laughs> he, uh, you see he just kind of tumbles forward into the snow and then hightails it out of the caravan. Camp. Um, with that, you guys all make it back to the Great Road. Leveling up, might I add. Oh, wow. 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 The about early evening of the next day, you come over a rise and in the distance, a lone hill sits uh, a town that you have been searching for. Ravencrest appears as a safe haven with high wooden walls. And with that, we will end episode 20, A Wider World Part 3. Wasn't even close. Was even worried. We hope you enjoyed this production of Fables of Latour. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes, and give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter for any future updates. <laughs>